When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Kelly, morning after. Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Get involved in the show. EF Group text inbox 314-881-TMA5. You can call in 636-904-TMA. Coming up on the captain's log today, we'll have Joey Zanaboni, the voice of the dogs. 9 o'clock, talking dogs. Uh, talking U.S. men's national team a little bit, a little bit of messy to MLS, a lot of news in the soccer world. And then we'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The current standings are Buck Swope has four wins, Kevin Miller has two wins, Blueberry Pop Pop, Brian Henschen, Dodie's Golf Move, Whittle Beans, Kirkwood, and Jimmy Stronglegs each have a win apiece. You can email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com to compete for our design air heating and cooling email today. Doug, and our title sponsor, of course, is Ryan Kelly, and he's best in the business. That's who he is. Maybe you're going to do a little house shopping this weekend. A lot of people are in the mood for that. Not a whole lot of homes there on the market. Inventory is low, so you've got to be ready to go when that house that you've had your eye on hits the market. Don't get left behind. Get yourself pre-approved. If you're thinking of buying a home, the process not as complicated as you think with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they'll provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. A lot of volatility out there because of inflation. Inflation really controlling the mortgage rates. They're up and they're down. But as Ryan and his staff always say, you marry the house, you only date the rate. You get a house right now and the interest rate kind of scares you a little bit. In a couple of years, maybe a couple months, who knows, those rates will come down. You can refinance, and you'll have the house that you've always wanted. So don't let high interest rates, higher than they've been in the past anyway, uh, dissuade you from going out to buy that perfect house of yours. Also, if you're a veteran, Ryan Kelly loves to take care of the veterans. He's got that Hero Loan expressly for them. The website there is HeroLoan.com. You can buy a house for $0 down using your Veterans Administration 
benefits. And if you're just looking for a refi, the Home Loan Expert, definitely the place to go. That's the HomeLoanExpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. Ryan Kelly and Paula, can I hear a little bit about our text inbox sponsor? That, of course, is the EDF Group. Engineer Design Facilities is now moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. EDF Group equals three divisions, one quality partner, or, as they like to say, one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. If a listener wants to contact the EDF Group, they can email fire at theedfgroup.com, or they can go to the new website, theedfgroup.com, and fill out the form at the bottom of the website. It's theedfgroup.com, sponsor of the text inbox on TMA. That's the EDF Group. Now, we talked about heading out to Los Angeles Country Club, talking a little bit of the U.S. Open, the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. And, Doug, we were talking about that secret number for Munganass. I got it right here. Three, it? It's three on four. Well, let me write it down again. All right, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Because yeah. where does this get you? Does this, uh, Straight to the muckety mucks. Yeah, the secret phone number, 314 one of the most important phone numbers you can have in your life. Straight to the muckety mucks, I right. say. Uh-huh. All right, let's look at the rosters. Doug, Vic Hovland, the shared player between you and Iggy. Okay, how do you do? One under. All right, pretty good. Doesn't tee off today till almost 4 o'clock. Okay. Doug, your second player, Colin Morikawa. He shot one over yesterday. Oh, did he? Now, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. Franche- Francisco Molinari, owned by 0.2% of the field, two over. Chuck Hoffman, owned by 0.17% of the field, yeah. one over. Norman, owned by 0.71% of the field, even. And then uh, your, your entree right there at the top of the leaderboard, a record at the U.S. Open. Ricky, 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 mm. eight under, tied for first place. Oh, wow. Doug has 138 and a half after the first day in Los Angeles. Iggy, of course. Is he catching? He is not. Oh, I feel bad for the kids. Vic Hovland, of course, the shared player, one under. Now Iggy has some problems because he has Joaquin Neiman, of course, who's 14th, two under, and Clark, who is tied for third at six under. What else? And, of course, he has Xander Shoffley, eight under, who's oh, tied oh. with Ricky Fowler So he's got a good team. Place. Well, Adam Scott, my three two, over. My two veterans. Adam Scott, who's three over. Uh, not out of it by any means. No. Not have it by any means, but then the biggest problem Iggy has is he has Justin Rose on the roster, along with 22.48% of the rest of the field, and he shot six over yesterday. No. And at the last Idiot. minute, Doug, when I had my team put together when we're doing this, I had Ricky Fowler at 7,500. I, I took out Ricky and put Justin Rose in there oh, at 7,700. So, yeah. so in, real, in reality, you have both the first place players in okay. your mind. And I am I cashing? Uh, you are cashing $10 as of right now. That's yeah. not a lot for the children. Well, how much are you cashing? Well, you know, I couldn't. Yeah, I'm co- I didn't even get to I'm, pick my team. I'm covering our entry fee. 
Now, to be fair, I would take at the moment. I think Doug's roster is a little more live to. Uh... Iggy, what's going on with the headphones over there? What's <laughs> going on? They're awful. They're they're hanging on my neck. Did you hear Brando Chambouille's reaction when Mickelson made a birdie putt? No, what did he say? I ha- I have the audio. It's very just like a like a little evil cackle. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, it's like five seconds. But this is kind of funny. I don't know if he knew if Mike was hot. Okay, let's Next runner up finishes at the U.S. Open through the years. At the two under. And does. It's a very. He's uh, so pissed. I who, think, uh, who gave you that? Was that a? Who gave you the? Hmm. Was oh, Keisha. Keisha Gray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't. I really don't know what USA Network was doing yesterday. I mean, they have. They have. <laughs> it's about time we held them accountable. Yeah. I, know, I thought KNTK yeah. did a pretty good job on their coverage. They have seven hours of coverage, and then you got two hours with NBC. Um, but they were going back and forth. You started with Faxon, which is fine. I like Brad Faxon. Um. Then for some reason you put Brandel Chambly in there with uh, McGinley, who I can't understand half the stuff he's saying. That's a good shot, good shot here. Yeah, I tell you, Brandon, you know, good shot. You know, thirteen. Got a, the the gorge. I can't understand this Irish guy. It sounds Scottish. That did sound Scottish. Hootman, Hootman. <laughs> Uh, and then they go back to Faxton and somebody else, and then Azinger comes in, and they're like changing groups. All then they're changing the people on the course. You go with Smiley Kaufman. There comes John Cook. Then we're going to change uh, the tower guys. They're out. Here comes two more guys in the tower. Now we got somebody else uh, out of a Jimmy Roberts and his stories. Here's Rodeo Drive. We're a hop, skip, and a jump from the 18th hole, and here's Rodeo Drive. Got a Gucci. Hey, who cares, Jimmy You didn't Roberts? need that. Not on your broadcast. No, they had like 30 different people changing positions in a seven-hour broadcast. And you weren't a fan of that? Seven no. hours is a long time to be on the air for one guy. Well, they do it every probably, week. Probably why they swapped out. They don't usually do seven hours. Well, four, four or five hours. And so your complaint is they were just changing people. No, there's certain people I like, and I want you to stick with them. <laughs> That's I, who you like. You didn't need to put you didn't need to put Brandel Chambly and McGinley in a booth, in the head booth. Well, you doing probably, it. You probably shouldn't sit there and watch nine hours of golf. <laughs> Unless you us open or else well, I wouldn't have. But there's a little more to life than just sitting there well, watching it's a, golf. It's a major, Doug. It's a U.S. Open, so I watched it. Did you enjoy watching it? If it had it? been the Farmer's Insurance, I wouldn't have been sitting there for nine hours. If you watched it on, like, <clears throat> watched the highlights on Twitter, you would think Roy McIlroy was up by 15 strokes. He started out with five under three. Four play. Every eight. single person is, like, jaw-dropped every time Roy touches a club. He had a great round, but that's all they showed. Five all under. All day. It ball. was the same with uh, Ricky. Ricky Fowler. He, he has we, a chance to. That's Every true. hole, he has a chance to. He's only three shots away from making 62. 62. Nobody's ever done that. 63. 62. And then at the final. Oh, and by the way, Xander Shoffley can make this putt to go to 62. It's like nothing. Right. It's all Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. And I should have played him, and I didn't. Justin Rose, you English douche. Hey, oh. come on. That's not fair. I want to see the Roy crumble on day two. I mean, Justin Rose is owned by 22.5% of the field. Because he's playing so well, and he's he won a U.S. Open. Yeah, absolutely. And he's he's, he's always in the top ten. I, don't think he's he's, I think he's missed one cut in the last year. He's playing good golf and keeps it in the fairway. That's all you need on this course, put it in the fairway. It was gettable yesterday. Cuck him. Guys are shooting 62s, 63s, 64, 64, 65, 65. Okay, I'm going to shoot a 76. Cuck him, Strode. Uh, 
Cooking. <laughs> I can't. I can't a, watch that much. I can't. He's got a beautiful wife. Not till the weekend. I can watch wife. the end of it, but nine, seven or eight hours. I just, what's nothing more boring than watching golf well, for that long? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I said, if Peach it would have been to John Deere, like John Deere, you won't get me to watch five seconds of it. But it looks <clears> pretty much the same. No. Mostly the same players. No, because you look at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, look at it. Don't tell me what to look at. <laughs> Ricky, Xander, Dustin Johnson, Rory. I mean, the big names come to the top. I think yesterday, I'll say USA Network, but it's basically NBC. They saw what CBS got out, got out of Michael Block. Mm-hmm. They must have showed, <clears throat> excuse me, at least 35 guys I've never heard of who are amateurs. Oh, they're waiting for another yeah. amateur to they're, Michael Block. They're it. waiting for somebody. God, can we get a Michael Block on our broadcast? They're showing all of these guys you've never heard of who are two over, three over, one over. Barry Henson. Look at this shot. Oh, almost an albatross. He's four over. <laughs> you got you, you to feel for Michael Block, though, because if he didn't do that interview, you're still talking about him. You're still kind of. After the, him saying, if I had Rory's distance, I'd be the number one player in the world. That's yeah, a tough one to come back from, that. especially when you're well, he, PF. It didn't hurt him. He picked up six sponsorships in no, the last I, two weeks. I, I, in terms of, like, the appeal right. from the public. Fan equity. Correct. But he had a personality. Oh, he and absolutely because, And because he was, I mean, he's only even par. I mean, he shot three rounds of 71, whatever, he, whatever par was there. And he went into the final round even par, but he still he's in the top ten. Mm-hmm. But here, they were trying to find people who had great shots who maybe he'll do something, you know, he'll give us that smile and wave to the crowd and pump it up like Michael Block did. And we'll have a Michael Block for NBC just looking for somebody. And they weren't. At least 30 people. Shots that I've never heard of these people. But you watch for nine hours. You're going <laughs> to see pretty much everybody at some point. You don't need to see these people. I didn't need to see a shot from a guy that's six over par. How long did it last? Who qualified in a playoff? Yeah, but I know what they were doing. They're trying to find a Michael Block. Block party. Uh, The more continuous hours you sit and watch golf, the more your Social Security benefits rise. (laughs) That's from a new biologist. So Iggy works about two hours a day, wants the golf announcers to work for seven hours straight. It's from Andy in St. Peter's. That's a long time to be on the air. All right. But they had three different groups. So that'll work, what, two hours? Work as much as me. <laughs> and then they went back to Smiley Cobham. I guess he got tired of it. They took him off the course and traded him out with John Cook. I like Smiley Cobham. And I guess I love Smiley, and he got tired of it. They went to him one time, and he wasn't there. Now I guess we got problems with Smiley. No, he just left. Oh. You took him off the course, then you want to put him back out there? He probably said, hell with it. The little bit I watched, they were actually interviewing Thigala while he was playing. I like that stuff. I, I I'm just that surprised are, they would go with it. The they do that every week. It. They do that every week now. I think it's great. I think more every sport has to have one player mic'd up at least. Uh, someone else, you know, pregame stuff like Wainwright did in the bullpen before yeah. that one game last year. I think that's where sports are going. You've seen the success that F1 racing has seen uh, in their behind-the-scenes Netflix show now and full swing for the PGA Tour. You're going to see almost every sport doing that. I think getting more and more access to players and giving them personality is super important. And, and so players, a guy like Saeed Thagala, who's full of personality, is great. And players want to do it now. Right. <clears throat> because of social media, because they the, the pip. They know that you can see my personality with all the money that's going to be out there on the tour now. Uh, here I am. Almost done a great job of that. I a great personality. You know, it leads into money. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see John Daly. 
<laughs> well, certainly drinking would. and smoking and cussing every now and then. Yeah, the Champions Tour, I'm watching. I don't think he's had a top 20 all year. No. Yeah, I would say, like, the top-tier golfers, their personalities, and granted, this is golf. It's an old-school game. You're kind of supposed to be somewhat milk toast. You know, you're not supposed to show that much emotion. There's not a lot of personalities that you can really grab and go, man, that guy seems down to earth. Shit. I mean, Scotty Scheffler, he's so boring, but he's the only one that seemed to be a little bit more down to earth. And I think Scheffler, he plays ball. I think he's, I think he's funnier than. Yeah, I just, <clears throat> I, I wish you could be able to show more personality for a shot and not act like, you know, people are looking at me yeah. like I'm, you I know, think... destroying the ga- the rich history of golf there's, by celebrating. There's not a ton of personality out there. Yeah, and I, I that's... Think there, I think there really is. I think guys, I've done a really good, and I think some of these golf podcasts. I know I don't want to do anything here but foreplay has done a really good job of showcasing guys personalities i think other golf shows have done a really good job like some of these younger guys joel damon i'm talking about super, on the course you, like well, while i'm sure off, i'm sure off the course they all got personalities my justin thomas ricky fowler right spieth i'm sure off the course are funny you know and in those made for tv stuff they're funny but on the course they're not spieth is fun to watch only because he's he's upset with every shot <laughs> um there's not a shot he doesn't critique and talk to michael greller but Dude, how'd that go left? How'd that go left? Oh, my God, what is that? He's he's not happy with any shot. That's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But as far as personality on the course, you know, like John Daly and right. Jerry Kelly had a great personality back in the day, Fuzzy Zeller, guys like that. There isn't much of that on tour when you're watching golf. Right. You have to watch podcasts and right. special documentaries and things to see it. But I think that's an important part of like kind of blending, and I think these on-course interviews are kind of doing that, like blending the personality of these guys. Because if you were, like you said, like watch a golf tournament for eight hours, it can get a little dry. But if you put a mic on a guy while they're playing, it brings a whole new element of the game that you're probably just not used to seeing. But they only do it that one time, and they use one player through a broadcast. They pick a guy, yeah, and they they did it terribly yesterday with the gala. Uh, it was a drivable par four. He hit it in the Barranca. They he hit it into what? <laughs> he hit it into Ralph Branca? Into, into the Branca. Branca got hit? Yeah. But he, he they talked to him going up the fairway, and then he stopped talking because somebody else was hitting, and then he took the earpiece off, and you hear from him the rest of the time. Normally, it's a par four. You know, he hits his drive. You talk to him down the fairway. What are you looking at here for your second shot? Okay. And then he takes his head, earpiece off. He hits the shot, puts the earpiece back on, and talks to him walking down toward the green. Yeah. yeah they well, talk- he can't talk while he's hitting. No, but they talked to him walking down the fairway, and that's it. Well, Nothing knows, about his next shot. Who knows what he was hearing, though, when he when he gets ready to hit. Who knows what was coming through his ear? He, that may have been distracting. He had the earpiece off. That's probably why he took it off. He may have been hearing something that he didn't want to hear. But I'm saying they talked to him once when he walked down the fairway, and that's it. Normally it's after the tee shot, walking down the fairway, talking, okay, well, I'm probably going to hit a five on here. He takes that piece off, hits a shot, puts it back on. As he's walking toward the green, they talk some more. Uh, but because it was a drivable par four, they talked to him walking toward his ball, then he stopped because another player was playing, and they didn't ask him another question. He walked his ball in the brink, and now he's on the green. There's is no... Ralph Branca okay, or did the <laughs> ball hit him? Where did it hit him? Uh, he didn't have much of a lie. I think he put it over the green, yeah. uh, but that they only talked to him for like two seconds. Normally, they talk to the guy for at least you know five, six minutes. Okay. Well, it's not much of a rah-rah sport where there's a whole lot of talking that needs to be done. You're not cheering on a teammate or trash-talking the other guy or arguing with the ref or calling an audible at the line of scrimmage, there's not a whole lot to hear. No, I would say that that is accurate. I'd say that it's, I just, I, like I said, like I just think blending that personality 
into what they kind of have already with the golf. I think it's just a, I don't know. I think it's a solid idea. I just the execution of it is difficult. Hey, uh, Paul, can I hear a little bit about big St. Charles Motorsports before this, uh, you know, Father's Day weekend? You know, some people might want to get get their dad a jet ski. Get a jet ski, maybe. 2023 Kawasaki jet skis are now on clearance starting at $89.99 at Big St. Charles Motorsports. That's right, new 2023 Kawasaki STX 160s are now only $89.99 down from an MSRP of $11,399. Do not miss out on a savings of $2,400 class-leading acceleration and advanced electronics. Come see them at Big St. Charles Motorsports today in St. Charles, Missouri. 2023 clearance Kawasaki inventory is limited at Big St. Charles, so do not miss out. Head on out to the I-70 Cave Springs exit and see the destination dealer that is Big St. Charles Motorsports and get this incredible deal on 2023 Kawasaki jet skis right now. Price does not include manufacturer surcharge at $400 for cash purchase. Offer subject to change without notice. Some restrictions may apply. See salesperson for details. Boom. Big St. Charles Motorsports, and it's a summer, of course. So, Plow, can I hear a little bit about Ted Drew's, the ultimate summer spot for St. Louis? Oh. Top five place in St. Louis to go to, Doug, Oh, by I the think way. so. Just letting you know. Yeah. Nothing is more synonymous with summer in St. Louis than Ted Drew's frozen custard. Growing up in South St. Louis, about a mile at the most from the Chippewa location, just a part of the summer tradition. But it's not limited to those in the neighborhood. It's all over the St. Louis metropolitan area. People come from far and wide to experience the greatness and the tradition that is Ted Drew's. And now both Ted Drew's locations are open. Chippewa and South Grand. Make Ted Drew's part of your summer tradition and visit often for delicious frozen custard. Did you know this Ted Drew's location on South Grand, which opened in 1931, is the oldest frozen custard stand still in operation today. They offer concretes, malts, shakes, sundaes, floats, and ice cream sodas, and quarts are also available. And this summer, they have a new flavor the City Red, which I just got a chance to try, and it is incredible. It's Ted's delicious vanilla custard blended with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's Scotch oatmeal cookies. Served as a concrete or as a sundae, it's the new flavor for 2023 City Red, now at Ted Drew's. That's Ted Drew's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Now I want some Ted Drew's, and I want it now. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Donut and Ted Drew's, Doug. Both. Get your day started off yeah. right, baby. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, Doug, you wanted to hear about it. KG Notown sent me over some links today. Um, what sort of links? Uh, this one's from the New York Post here. It's written by Andrew Court. The average penis size among countries in the U.S. faces stiff competition. Oh, gosh. A team of researchers analyzed data from nearly 90 nations to uncover which co- countries' men have the largest average erect penis size. 
The study published by World Day determined that Ecuadorian males are the world's most well-endowed, tipping the tape measure really? at an impressive 6.93 inches. Oh, I can see that. Ecuador. No other topic on the website has been asked for more often than the average size of male genitalia. A World Data author stated explaining the site's team trawled through studies searching back to 2001 to produce their comprehensive list. So let's take a look at this list here, Doug. Uh, number one, Ecuador, coming at 6.93 inches. Can Wouldn't you guess? it generally be the, the countries that have the largest people? One would think. One would think. You want to go, well, I guess, number two? Such as Somewhere sea. in Africa. Starts Congo. No. Chile. No, that's in South Columbia. America. No, it's also in South America. Well, what continent did you say? Uh, oh, I, that, that, uh, it's in Africa. Cambodia. No, that's, that's in Asia. That's not in Africa. It's in Asia. And it wasn't the Congo? No. Uh, Starts with a C. C. Uh, Chad. No. Can I have the second letter, please? A. Third letter, please. M. Cambodia. No, that's, that's in Asia. That's not in Africa. I was already guessed. Fourth letter, please. Uh, e. Cameroon. Cameroon. Cameroon is correct. Oh, yeah, that was easy. 6.5 inches. All right, number three. Starts with a B. Belgium. The continent. South America. Bolivia. Bolivia, Bolivia is oh, correct. The Bolivians. I knew it. Uh, we're followed by Sudan, Haiti, Senegal, Gambia. Or Gambia? Gambia. Yeah. Gambia. Cuba, eight. All these are six plus. Netherlands, Zambia, France, Angola, Canada, 13. Doug, America's hat. It's also America's belt. 13, <laughs> oh. 13 inches? Uh, no, 13th. 13th place. But oh. you think the average this? Canadian male's how unit many, is 13 inches? How many people Oof. have to be measured before you really believe this? You don't think this study is real? No, I don't. Yeah, 1,000 dudes come in here so we no, can I measure don't. your penises. You want to take a guess on the average? So, so number one, Ecuador at 6.93 inches. America, the United States, is in 60th place. Do you want to guess the average inches? So we just, number one is 6.9, and 60th is America. Give five, a guess. 5.75. I'm going to say 4.9. 5.75. Five, 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 3.1. <laughs> five, oh, good yeah. for you. 5.35. But okay. that's eight spots above the United Kingdom at 5.17. Who knows? Who knows this? Who's got the small? How do they, how do they have the, this information? Who, what country's got the smallest ween? Philippines. Uh, well, they, well, that says racist dog. I don't. I don't. I'm trying to look at the uh, at the Philippines though. For the, sure. the look, and I'm not seeing all the way at the bottom. But I know 68th is United Kingdom. While some American men may be disappointed about the results of the survey, a big penis isn't necessarily all it's touted to be. Earlier this year, scientists yeah, overrated. Re- <laughs> Why'd you do the poll then? Earlier this year, scientists revealed that average penis size has grown over the past 30 years, but could be due to unhealthy habits such as binging junk food and mostly being sedentary. Nah, that's wow, why I got a huge wow. I started since I was 10. Why would that make it bigger? I have groomed my penis. Just being a larger, <laughs> years just being a larger person would make it... it One make would it think. Yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of uh, pills and gadgets out there to make it bigger now. Do you think any of those actually work? No. There's gadgets? I don't know. There's no way those pills work. I know if you're having trouble in the bedroom, you go to Paramount Men's Medical Center, which, of course, presents the Strode Cast to eliminate problems in the bedroom. Call 314-720-8210 for a free initial consultation and a free first treatment. And one more time, Doug, a free gift. Everything seems like everything's free out that way. That presents the Strodecast, Paramount Men's Medical Center. And your Strodecast is free. To everybody listens, you get a free Strodecast. Yep, yep. Uh, might, we might not be as, as well hung in this country, but we got great strode casts. Mm-hmm. Sun poking out today. Uh, it's, it's a little chilly out there. Um, it is? It was. 
the sun came out and warms it up, just like yesterday, the marine yeah. layer, as I told you about the marine layer. How many times did you hear marine layer on the broadcast? I didn't, hear, it, I didn't hear about it being burnt off. A hundred times. It never burnt off. <laughs> it was into the evening. The sun hadn't come out yet. There was still a marine layer. sun will come out. That's why they were shooting those shots, uh, shooting 62s and 64s, because uh, the course was soft from the marine layer. Uh, no marine layer here, unless... Uh, there's one off on a river to pair. There isn't. <laughs> there is. It's, it's the Mississippi, a small Mississippi it and Missouri though. River Marine Lair. Uh, but it's going to be nice today. And then uh, clouds are going to move in. I, I don't think we're going to maybe a drizzle tomorrow, but this Sunday the rain's going to come in. And I uh, hate to do that for Father's Day because I know a lot of fathers like to get out there and barbecue and hang out with the kids and play, play have a little catch. Or lawn darts. Lawn darts and yeah. washers and bags. Just a day of Hoosier Olympics. Oh. <laughs> well, with the warm weather, you're going to want to talk to Design Air Heating and Cooling. Plowhawk, can I hear a little bit about Design Air Heating and Cooling, the presenting sponsor of the email today? Design Air Heating and Cooling is the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Doug Vaughn and I are both clients of Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. Listen, it is inevitable. We are in the St. Louis summer. You know it is going to be hot. And you also know that if that air conditioning is not tuned up in advance, you are at risk of the air conditioning going out. It's going to happen. It's fine. All you have to do, if and when that happens, is go to designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and now you're talking with a service tech at Design Air, and you will be amazed at how quickly they will be able to come over and fix your air conditioning. And Seth Goldcamp, who is the owner and operator of Design Air Heating and Cooling, is fourth generation. And one of the things that he prides himself on is not upselling customers. And that's why so many people have reached out to me raving about their experience with Design Air over the years. Talk about how, man, they are actually cheaper than the other estimates that we got. And on top of it, the service is way better. That's the difference. And the reason is Seth thinks of his great-grandfather who started the business, his grandfather who carried it on, his father, and now his family that operates it. And he takes the reputation of design, air, heating, and cooling seriously. That's because it's their legacy. It's design, air, heating, and cooling. Go online at designairservice.com. That's design, air, heating and cooling and father's day is on sunday and if you're looking for a great gift for your father that will last a lifetime mysoundstory.com use that promo code tma for 20 percent off your sound story at mysoundstory.com you can choose tim kernan doug vaughn myself and an array of other broadcasters here at hubbard and uh and get a gift that will last forever you have your parents or your grandparents or uh your significant other anybody's voice Held on to forever. Doug, you did one yesterday. Randy Carricker mm-hmm. did two yesterday. Uh, we got a bunch coming up in the coming weeks. Love doing them. So much fun and uh, really cool to see people uh, receive that gift that they can hold on to forever. So mysoundstory.com. Hey, guys, keep that old leather jockstrap talking. I have cream spinach, Gale Volva, and Fort Melvin hitting today for my trifecta. <laughs> That's the, from Big Tuft. We've not heard from a Fort Melvin story yet. Yeah. Cream spinach. <laughs> Do you like cream spinach? I love cream spinach. There's a lot I, going on I with your hat right now. Yeah, there is. I'm trying. This thing some came sort of off potato chip clip. This thing, the paper clip, and, and you have no headphones on, so it's... Oh, I got them on the top of my head. If we play any clips, I'll put them back on. Okay. All right. Well, we got a clip. We got Nicole Jokic at the uh, 
NBA fight at the I parade need, in Denver. I, I oh, need, I don't need to hear that. Oh, I'd like to hear. Uh, it. You know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f want to stay on parade. This is the <laughs> I said it there at the end. <laughs> oh, God. You didn't think that. Can we was fade good? out of some of these? <laughs> you didn't think that was a. It upsets me that people cheer wildly for profanity. Uh, why is that something Did that you, you go? Oh yay! It used to not be a thing dropping f bombs all the time and during parades. But wh why do people get such a kick out of that? Why? Why does that well, deserve you've had a, few, a big ovation? If you've had a few cold ones in your team when it's first finals ever i guess you cheer anything but I miss is that it. really worth an additional applause line because you dropped an f-bomb really i missed the parades like pre-smartphones like when the players were carrying like little camcorders oh, like, mm. like, a, like how all-star games and yeah, yeah. And home run Shacks, derby you got people yeah mm -hmm. i miss that aspect of the parades i feel like they, they didn't cuss then like when Lakers no, were going on their run, I, I remember no one Diesel would, and Kobe came up. I don't think anybody. Used to be no one would curse in public. With kids around and everything, it was just not done. But now, you know, Texas rules. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but we do. We got Gloria from Brett Hall. We oh, sure that, did. That, that was, was much that. better. <laughs> I'd love to hear that again. You got that there, Plowsy? Yeah, I'm going to get it up now. Okay. When was that? Was that at the parade? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course it was. Right. And everybody was like, oh, he Down should be embarrassed. It's like, dude, this is Brett Hall. He yeah. loves this stuff. Like, he lives for this stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you got it right there? Glory, glory, yeah. I mean, absolutely hammered. Yes. Will Pitchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's Oh, great. yeah, that was a defining moment in St. Louis sports history. You think that guy cares? Worth 70, 80, 100 million? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Living but he wasn't cursing life. either. No. Uh, so, Nikola Jokic said he was the finals MVP. Um, Bill but, Russell Award. Right, the Bill Russell Award. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he misplaced the trophy. He's lost it already? He says uh, that he left it in the trainer's room, and then when he went back to look for it, it was no longer there. Oh, no. Uh, but he did, I think, end up, uh, someone took it for him and made sure to keep it safe. I hope. Imagine, I mean, it's like someone like walks in the trainer's room, like, ah, throw that in the trash. Yeah. Or even if you stole it, what could you do with it? I mean, you couldn't sell yeah, it. Yeah, it says 2023, yeah. you know, Bill Russell, where mm -hmm. everyone knows who that belongs to. It's tough there, to be like, this is mine. There have been some players' jerseys disappear out of locker rooms. Yeah. I mean, didn't Tom Brady have a I think Super something Bowl like that. Stolen? Yeah, it's like, yeah. but, I mean, imagine you're, like, working in the clubhouse or yeah. media or something, and you see that, and you know it's going to be worth so much money. It's almost like... You know, yeah. risk reward. Do I take well, this? Well, if you're or not? in the media, you'd better not take it. Right, of course. Or not. you should be fired. You shouldn't. No one should be taking anything. Right. That doesn't if you're belong a clubhouse worker, at least you could say, "Oh, I was just going to have it laundered." <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Or you might maybe replace it with another one they had in there, and yeah. you know, you'd had the real one. Yeah. If you could have one jersey, Doug, in your entire life, but like game worn, who would you want? Uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Let's let's go St. Louis centric. Like let's Stan Musial. Yeah, Stan Musial jersey. Mm-hmm. Did you see what the Jordan flu game sneakers sold for? What was, uh, it? What was the number on that one, KG? Oh, million, millions. Really? I sent you a link on yeah. that. I forget the exact number. Uh, I got it right here. Oh, just uh, $1.38 million. Oh. Uh, it was Jordan 12s. And what would you do with them? Just put them in your man cave? You there? put them on display. Or you keep them and wait till they appreciate value again. You see the, them. You see the uh, spelling compound that's right off the uh, LACC? Holy mackerel. 
Uh, Aaron's building. I've seen that house. I drove by it. Just a cool $155 million. Yeah. That's insane. And Aaron's building a TV producer. Just a, a little hair over a million a month in mortgage. Tori, I'm sure there's no mortgage. <laughs> Tori Spelling is his daughter. Yeah, I was thinking Tori yeah. Spelling. Yeah. They, showed, they showed Lionel Richie's house yesterday, too. That was pretty massive. Doug, what is the obsession with bathrooms? Hmm. I mean, you're talking a 14-bed house. How many how many bathrooms would you prefer to have in your 14-bed man? Well, there's probably, a, if if you have that big a house and that many bathrooms, there's probably a bathroom for every bedroom. And then more. I'd say 20 bathrooms. 27. <laughs> Do you know, like, 14-bedroom, 27 bathrooms. So you start with 14 bathrooms with all those bedrooms. Oh, each you one probably has, and you probably have five hallway bathrooms yeah. per level. No problem. Is that Spelling's house? Yeah. Well, he lived to be about 90. So as he probably got older, he probably had to take a piss every two seconds. More bathrooms on by. He walked down the saw and, oh, gotta go. It doesn't even look like a house. Like, this part yeah. right here with the bowling alley movie theater literally doesn't oh even look real. That's so it looks like That a, movie theater is insane. Yeah. It looks like the set of a James Bond film. Yeah. So, like, I saw No Laying Up, I think, posted the photo of it. It's, like, off the 14th fairway. That's where the Playboy Mansion is, I think, off the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you go on the uh, tour. I took a tour of the L.A. Stars homes <laughs> in a bus. Good for you. And that was like on the same street. What a tourist. As the Playboy Mansion. And yeah. Uh, Were you in a bus with all the old ladies? Yeah. And yeah. when they they would point out somebody just working in the front yeah. yard and tell you. And everyone would, look, there's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it would be a, a Japanese gardener or something. It is for sale, though. Okay, now I'm just looking at it. It's actually for sale right oh, now. Oh, is it? Did anybody come out and say hi who, were li- who were happened to be there? No. 56,000 square feet. Some, some of them do. Oh, God, could you imagine? There's a group of strangers, and you have to, here's my residence where and I a, lay my head at night. And there's probably a bus that goes by about every half hour. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they love that, driving down their street. You think that Star Maps thing is, like, you can actually, like, get that? And, like, I would not be cool with that at all. if I. Like, That's what it was. It was, a, oh, yeah, they give man. you a map. You <laughs> drove by Arnold Schwarzenegger's house and Dean Martin's house. I would like to see all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it was fascinating. Dude, 56,000 square feet is insane. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. But it's that's, like this building at that, probably 56,000 square feet. Yeah. Maybe not, not even. The, no, not, not even not then, right? No, 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 no. That's just having too much money because... That's you, way too much. You're parking you your money You have you and your wife, and you have a house that we big. Yeah, Tori. Tori's building. 155 million. But the people that do this are smart because I watch a lot of... You know, I watch Million Dollar Listings LA. I obviously watch uh, that drama that's on Netflix, um, Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. You know, I love trash TV. <laughs> but in the, it's a very common theme, and people basically use this as their bank. You know, they'll buy a $70, $80 million home just to park mm-hmm. their cash. And, and sell it, it a few years later. Sell it a few years later make, for a profit. make $5 million profit in a couple of years. In L.A. right now, there are literally $20 million homes that in five years will be $35 million. Probably, it just yeah. does not stop there. There is no bad investment. It's Wouldn't crazy. you think the real estate agents are making crazy money on the commissions see, on oh those houses? God, yeah. See, in these shows, it does show the commission. It shows, like, if you sell this $18 million home, $800,000, $900,000, I think, is kind of the commission, what you kind of really? get for one house. Yeah, gosh. You need three sales a year probably to be a, a cool millionaire easily just by being, doing real estate. Problem so is, three like, homes it's, a year. it's not like that. Like you, have, you don't have an open house for something like that. Like, you yeah, know, you it's, it's you a small, very certain you know, buyer. you got to know a baron yeah. or a billionaire. Who's, like, looking to add their fifth house. One of them being in L.A., you know, probably a main residence. Just, uh, you don't necessarily have a vacation house in Beverly Hills. Just think about how much drug and mob money is 
being parked right now. I'm looking. Look at this. Okay, so these are all the homes for sale around this. Like $75 million, like, just everywhere. $75 million homes, just yeah. everywhere. Expensive to live in Hollywood. Uh, it's not just you and the wife, Iggy. You have a staff on site. You dried up baloney stick. It's from oh, the 636. Oh, gosh. You think the staff is living in the house? Yes. No, they're not. Absolutely. They have, oh, they got a butler they have court. staff quarters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not in the house. Well, you know, yeah. Like, it's not like, it's like Aaron like, Spelling's going <laughs> to the bathroom. And, okay. Hello, Mr. Spelling. I'm sorry. I'm just going to use this one right, right here. Yeah, I agree. That's this is crazy. This $75 million one is crazy because we did the specs. 14 bedroom, 27 baths. Right. Not enough bathrooms for me. This one's only nine bed, 13 bath, 20,000 square feet, and it's for $75 million. Oh, that, no, that's the bargain. Dude, these are insane. Like, it just doesn't even look you like a how house, much money man. all these people are making that they can even consider buying something I know. like that. That's right. But then you buy it. It's your, I would buy a nice, your most valuable I'd, asset. I'd buy a nice three-bedroom. Look at the yard you get bath. in L.A. Right this on the is, water. Dude. Like in Santa Monica? Yeah, just something right on the ocean, right on the Pacific. You well, know. and that'll you'd be cost paying you seventy-five million. That's fine, but I don't, I don't need. Look at the chef quarter. That literally looks like rooms. a bathroom, or like look like the kitchen at Billy G. They have like an industrial yeah. kitchen, yeah, like a real. Like, that's like a real restaurant. Yeah, kitchen. it's like a restaurant kitchen. But you would never go in there yourself. You'd have a private. Oh, you chef. got you, you got have a private. Sh- like you basically have your own restaurant in your house. I'm sure they have massive parties and have. Look at the all the pool goes all the way around the house. You think they made all this money from HD? I can't. I can't stop showing. Is that HD two money? You think? I think it says HD three. Yeah. Oh, this is Tim. This is Tim. It's <laughs> Tim's home. Hey guys, just get a job appraising houses, then you can move to BPV. It's from the I guess Angel so. of the Morning. Yeah, hey, have Steve, four or five other houses. Steve has a great, great. We can't see house. these pictures on the radio. Damn it! That's no. from Ray King. No, we can't. Well, they I get weren't that. meant to be showing you. You're showing Doug. Yeah, I, I'm just. This is a show for us. Yeah, we're getting we're on the radio. <laughs> I didn't even know there were listeners. So my bad. Yeah. I apologize. Dennis Charles Upholstery. Nothing is for you. We can show you nothing. Who? Dennis Charles Upholstery. He sent in nine texts today, oh, just trashing yeah, the show. Oh. I found our home, two point three milli. This is nice. cute. We could so go that's, together. So let's go get a compound that the TMA takes. <laughs> does LA? This one would actually be a nice little radio compound. Yeah, Doug. We could all share one bedroom, three bed, four bath, normal specs. And we just walk downstairs, do the show, and then play eighteen every day. So if, like I a take a, if I take a leak off my patio into the bushes, can I say I have a one bedroom, one and a half baths? No. No, I that counts as a mm-mm. that counts as a half bath. No, oh my I god, count as a crime. You can pee in the bush. Yep, found my house, the fifteen million dollar one, right there on Sunset Boulevard. Ooh, doggy, right in the middle of it all. Uh, you think they have a spot for the staff to run off and smoke cigs and not do their job? It's from the six three six. One hundred percent, that staff yeah. smoking cigs. They have their own quarters. They can do what they day. want in there. They're not living in the, one of the fourteen bedrooms. So if you and your wife have fourteen bedrooms and twenty seven bathrooms. Tori Spelling has already moved out. She was already on her second husband by then. Wow, here's so a So do you believe the staff is living in one of those 14 bedrooms? You're wrong. I imagine they have this massive parties frequently, and a lot of people stay overnight and take one of the bedrooms. I sure. guess. You know, when you got that kind of money, what do you care? That's you know, FU if money. If you're worth six, seven hundred million dollars, you spend $75 million for a house, what do you care? And then you're going to sell it anyway and make money off it eventually. If you die or you sell the house and move somewhere else, you'll make money. I mean, this doesn't even look like a house. Who cares if you make money after you're dead? This looks like a Deloitte office building. Well, his family is... The family cares. Tory Spelling will sell that house and make more than he paid for it. And we'll buy it. All right, we got an $88 million. Sorry, I, I know this is a terrible <laughs> show. I am just balling deep now, and it, oh. I can't help it. Uh, Iggy, it wouldn't count as a half bath, but it would qualify you as a master Hoosier. It's from Arbor Day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of land that... Dude, look at... Okay, I don't know if you can see this red triangle. That's their land. That's their property. 
Like, do you see that one picture with the red triangle? No. No, I don't Show see it. Show it to Ray King. Triangle. That one right there. Oh, go. yeah, okay, okay. That's their entire property. That's like crunky money. That's insane. Yeah. That's very insane. The... Wow. Would you Kronky's, rather... Kronky's got a place in Malibu right on the, yeah. right on the beach. Would you prefer that over, like, the Hollywood Hills or something? I think I would. Yeah. Madison's father-in-law. It's, like, a lot cooler up there. Has one of the nicest Malibu houses Really? Is this the one with the Simpsons? Yeah, it's Madison's father-in-law. Wouldn't that be no, your dad? No, <laughs> my sister's father-in-law. My apologies. My sister's father-in-law. My bad. She and that, that's the Simpsons. That's, one, right? that's it, Simpsons money. It's insane. Yeah, it is on. Is he still involved with the Simpsons? No, he he, he went out about ten years ago. Well, can you weasel in on some of that cash? I don't think so. You have a voice that could actually really be good on like mm-hmm. a cartoon. Probably, show. yeah. You're probably accurate on that. Haven't really. Tested out the uh, voiceover work. I think voice acting might be the best gig out there. One, if you can <laughs> yeah, make enough probably. money to put a studio in your house, that's when Dude, you I'm absolutely you, have made it. You, you probably, do not have to leave. They can shoot like they can like voice a season of all that stuff in like a week and a half, two weeks, and you get paid a ton of money. Ben Diesel had one of the best gigs. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doug. Have you ever heard of that uh, superhero? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a guy named Groot. He's like a tree, and all he says is, "I am Groot." Like in different tones and different. That's all. That's the only line he says. Vin Diesel got paid like fifteen million dollars. I forgot what, what it was oh. to just say two hundred times, "I am Groot." Why would you have to pay that much? Couldn't you get just any actor? I, have I don't to, know. If with with the Groot thing, I do agree with Doug. Like one hundred percent. I didn't even know. Like Bradley Cooper voices Rocket, and it's that's awesome. a different story because he has to work a lot more. But he gets to be in. Marvel movies and not to wear a suit all the time. Correct. But like for the I am Groot thing, I agree with Doug. You don't need anyone famous. Yeah, you get any anyone, with a decent voice. anyone with a deep voice you could pay for uh, 90% less. Yeah, I do agree with that. All right, we're going to take a break here. Coming back with the 9 o'clock hour world. Joey, Joey Zanaboni, the voice of the dogs, talking STL City SC, coming up at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. And then we'll have the design air heating and cooling email the day following that. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After Live from the Michelob Ultra. Studios.